0: Okay, hey, this is Andrew again, and I'm bringing you another deck review. This next deck is Thomas March's Despot. And uh, this one is Star Alliance, Sarian, and Bravnar. So what I'm looking for in the in the Bravnar is a bunch of board control and maybe some amber control as well. Uh, I'd really like... I, I had a deck that I opened a little while ago that was a pile of skulls with some stuff in Saurian that worked really well with it. Wouldn't mind something like that again. I feel like those two houses combo nicely together. Um, But yeah, hoping for board and amber control in Braavnar as well as in Saurian and then in Saurian ways to turn that board control into a win and just really accelerate. In the Star Alliance, I'm hoping for some things that will accelerate my deck as well as protect my board state, maybe some good ward. Uh, There could be some decent capture in here, as well as plinky damage, uh, and even a little bit of of, uh, player control where maybe with stealth mode I can prevent my opponent from playing actions or something like that. That really can close out games if your opponent can't play a key charge or some other important card. Alright, we should be starting with Brobnar here. Ooh, and this is one I haven't opened yet. This is a barn raising. Uh, it's a funny play on words because, you know, a barn raising, R-A-I-S-I-N-G, is where people in a community would get together and, uh, and put a barn together to set up a family with a barn. But uh, this one... Uh, is burning your opponent's barns. So for the remainder of the turn, your opponent loses an amber each time a friendly creature fights. That is amazing amber control if it comes at the right time. It's a reverse war song, really. Uh, Calfine is a five-power giant with before fight. Deal two damage to each neighbor of the creature Calfine fights. Very nice. Aha, Ganger Chieftain. That's great. Five-power giant with play. You may ready and fight with a neighboring creature like the Calfine. That's cool. I would not mind getting more Ganger Chieftains here, but we did not. We got a Gron 9 toes. This is a 5 power giant uh, who gets plus 4 power while it's damaged. Importantly, if somebody just if if he just takes 5 damage right away, he'll die. If he takes 4 or less, he immediately becomes 9. And you know, if you get him up to 8, he's still fine. Narp uh, is an 8 power giant with 1 armor. Uh, Narp's neighbors cannot reap. Got to be careful where you put that thing. Uh, I'm not sad. We only have one. I really, you know, Narp. I heard somebody really bad mouthing Narp, and I got a deck with three Narps. I was kind of sad about that, but I think one Narp is fine. It's a huge card. It's it's really strong. So I don't mind the one Narp. I I think it's I think it's good. Uh, and don't forget, Narp itself can reap. So in some situations, that might be the right play. Uh, Warrior's Refrain is an action with a bonus amber, and when you play it, you stun each creature with power 3 or lower, which is none of ours so far, and might be very few of ours in the long run. Flamewake Shaman is a 4 power human. When you play her, you deal 2 damage to a creature. I I like that because there's not a lot of that sort of plinky direct damage board control in Bravnar, and so having a little bit there is nice. Uh, Ogopogo is a six power giant. After Ogopogo attacks and destroys a creature, you may deal two damage to a creature. A little more plinky damage. I don't mind that. <gasps> Mega Grok. Oh yes, that's good. Uh, all right. So Mega Groak is a seven power giant. When it fights, your opponent loses an amber. Uh, the seven power just means it's it's more likely to survive the fight, and it just be it's a real force for reckoning. Uh, on the battlefield. That is forced to reckon with on the battlefield. That's great. That means we're going to get a Grok's Brew. Ooh, we also got a Mega Grand Nine Toes. So this is a seven power giant. Notice the previous one was five. And uh, and look, we can see some of the difference in the art here. Uh, are there much differences? Some of the other ones had definite differences. You can see, like, on the Mega, the spikes are a little bigger overall. Uh, His mace is a little gold, has more gold, and he has more accents, shiny stuff here. Uh, Yeah, definitely shinier on on his little brooch there. Uh, Yeah, more, you know, just he's a little blingier. And uh, so instead of 5, he's 7 power. He's a giant. And same deal, though, he gets plus 4 power while he's damaged. And, I mean, he's very likely to (laughs) survive the initial damage to, to jump up to 11 power. Wow. Uh, so then, of course, we get a Grok's Brew, which is an action with a bonus amber that gives a creature 2 plus 1 power counters. And then a Gron's Brew as well. And I just saw somebody claim that these have some art differences between them. And I am trying to play Spot the Difference here really quick. And... To me, these look the same, so if you know of, you know, how they're different, I am happy to hear from you on that, but to me these look the same, which is fine. I don't mind these being the same. Uh, the blasters in Star Alliance all have little differences. Uh, yeah, so, oh, well that's a, I love this. This is a great Bravanar setup. Uh, I have some, you know, repeatable board control with the Mega Grok that can potentially become 11 if I use both brews on it. Um, some some good, a couple of Plinky board control things, creatures that get bigger, uh, stun small creatures, uh, fast some fast play with Ganger Chieftain, and then barn raising to really turn all this board control into keeping my opponent's amber down. That could be pretty good. All right, let's see what is in Saurian. Okay. Start with a Brutodon auxiliary. Uh, it'd be it wouldn't be bad, you know, if these are all kind of small, especially or big rather, especially in Saurian because a card like uh, Regrettable Meteor is going to kill all the dinosaurs anyway. Well, I guess it wouldn't kill Brutodon auxiliary except that it's power six. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, I think yeah, I wouldn't mind having all big creatures here to go with the Brobnar. So, Bruton Auxiliary is a 6 power beast with Taunt and Hazardous 2. That's nice. Chant of Hubris. Gain an Amber. Move an Amber from a creature to another creature. Phalanx Strike. Gain an Amber. Choose a creature. Deal 1 to it for each friendly creature, and you may exalt a friendly creature to repeat the preceding effect. Uh, That is nice because we probably have a bunch of creatures on the board, so this should be doing big damage. Quester Jarda is a 3 power dinosaur politician with Elusive... After it reaps, you may exalt it, and if you do, gain an extra Amber. Tricerian Legionary is a 5-powered Dinosaur Soldier with 1 armor. Taunt and play ward a friendly creature. Nice. Exile. Gain an Amber. Give control of a friendly creature to your opponent. Uh, It'd be really nice here to get a creature that we can get... I mean, we have a couple ways to exalt a creature. We have Phalanx Strike, Chant of Hubris can move a creature from our side, or can, uh, sorry, move Amber from one creature to another. Maybe like we keep the Quester Jarda out a little bit, uh, give it some Exalt, make it bigger, and then suddenly Exile it. That could be pretty good. Two Exiles, that's really interesting. Gargantodon is a 16 power beast that enters play stunned. It only deals 4 damage when fighting, but each Amber that would be stolen is captured by a creature controlled by the active player instead. And So far we have no steel, so assuming we keep to that, this is going to be a really good card because it won't slow us down, but it will protect us against steel on our opponent's side. Nice, two of those. These are just huge, right? Wow. Pterodactyl is a, four, is a 12 power beast that also enters play stunned. It only deals 4 damage when fighting, but before it fights, you deal 4 damage to each neighbor of the creature it fights. That's huge. These are just so hard to get to actually use to fight because of entering play Stunned, but uh, if you do get to use it, it's very powerful. Oh, wow. The Calipigian Ideal. Well, that's going to make it harder to justify using Exile much. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. So, um interesting. So, Calipudgeon Ideal is an upgrade. When you play it, you exalt the creature that you that you played on, and then that creature gains. You may spend amber on this creature as if it were in your pool, and imagine putting that on like the garganton, right? You capture you capture onto it, and then you can still steal off, uh, uh, spend off of it. That's great. Cincinnatus Rex is a f- six-powered dinosaur soldier with four armor, and if there are no enemy creatures, you destroy it. So, uh... It, you know it's going to die when there's no fight left but uh after it fights you may exalt it and if you do you ready each other friendly card i mean that's going to be amazing for board control like ready all all these and that could actually help you get these unstunned pretty quickly so that's nice all right let's see what we got in star Alliance. start with a cloaking dongle this this will protect our board a little bit which i don't know that we need to do but uh, it's an upgrade with a bonus Amber, and this creature and each of its neighbors gains Elusive. Calm Officer Kirby is a three-power human. With Play, Fight, Reap, you may play a non-Star Alliance artifact, upgrade, or action card this turn. And I think we had quite a bunch of those. and Ideal, uh, Two Exiles, Phalanx Strike Chant, The Bruise, uh, Warrior's Refrain, and Barn Raising. So we actually have a few that are good targets for that. Explo-Rover is a three-power robot with skirmish. I would love it, and you can play it as an upgrade instead of a creature, and then it has the text, this creature gains skirmish. I would love to put that onto, say, the makeup Broke. I mean, that's just amazing. Two Explo-Rovers, nice. First Officer Frayne is a four-power human with play, fight, reap. A friendly creature captures one amber. Uh, That is going to be really good with the Calipygian Ideal and the Exiles, because if we capture onto a friendly creature and then send it over to the other side, or we capture onto a friendly creature that can, uh, in turn, be spent off of, that is excellent. Lieutenant Karkar, more Taunt here, that's great, he's a 5 power alien hand-to-hand with Taunt and Hazardous 3, that is good. Medic Ingram, one of my favorite cards in Star She's a three-power human with Play Fight Reap. You may heal three damage from a creature and ward it. That's going to be really great for our big stuff. Tactical Officer Moon is a four-power human with Assault 2. And when you play her, you can rearrange the creatures in a player's battle line. That could be nice with, all, with our three taunt uh, effects here. As well as, you know, sometimes your opponent's uh, board is worth messing with but I feel like our opponent isn't going to have a board most of the time, so we'll probably use this mostly on ourselves. Transporter Platform is an artifact with a bonus amber when you you can use it to return a friendly creature and each upgrade attached to it to your hand. Uh, okay, yeah, that's that could be interesting. Uh, oh, forging an alliance. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, so this is an action with a bonus amber. Uh, when you play it, you forge a key at plus 7 current cost, reduced by one to a maximum of six for each house represented among cards in play if your opponent has a board <laughs> then you know this this could be in effect basically like a forge at current cost right because you gain the amber and then you forge it plus seven so so effectively it's plus six and if you if you start with six and then and, uh, and then you you reduce by six if there are enough creatures in play in practice i feel like we probably have enough board control here it's very likely we're often going to be in a situation where it's minus three because we have three houses on our side of the board uh oh if our opponent has artifacts that'll help so yeah yeah there's a decent chance this goes off for a pretty good deal Uh, if we're playing plus one plus two to forge on the turn that's uh that's great and it's especially a great way to close out a game and then we have, oh, Special Agent Fingers. She's a one power elf thief with elusive and action steel one. That's going to make the, you know, the, the Gargantodons are a little bit counter synergistic with that. Although I will say having the Caliphian Ideal makes it a little better. Uh, that actually makes it pretty good because at that point... Uh, when we steal, we capture onto one of our creatures instead and then uh, we can spend off of there. They, the opponent can't even possibly steal or capture that back, so that's pretty good. Uh, and then uh, finally we have Kirby's Blaster. This is an upgrade with a bonus Amber and uh, the creature it's attached to gains Fight Reap. You may deal two damage to a creature or attach Kirby's Blaster to, com- to Calm Officer Kirby. And after you attach the Blaster to Kirby, you draw two cards. So that's a a very that's a very nice effect, a little uh card acceleration there. And uh you know if we have this on let's say a Sarian creature, then when we reap and attach it to fighter reap and attach it to Kirby, we're going to draw two cards on the Sarian turn. So whenever it happens, you you get those two cards and it's a nice bonus. Um I feel like this this deck has like solid stuff. What's the game plan here? Um I mean in the, in the Brobna we're just we're just controlling the board super hard again we have some amber control effects that I'm pretty excited about in the Sarian we have <clears throat> a lot more board control some amber ramping as well as amber control good anti steel tech I mean this is great anti steel tech having two Gargantodons. and uh, and then the Kalpagin ideal to be able to Uh, spend off of a creature we've captured onto. That is fantastic. Uh, Rex gives us potentially a way to to uh, accelerate things a little bit, maybe get to unstun these guys a little faster, although he'll probably die in the end. And then on the Starlance side, I feel like we have really nice tools to protect our board state and uh, mess with the opponent a little bit and maybe just forge out for the win. Uh, so yeah, I, I really like this deck. I think this has a strong potential. I'm excited to play it and mess around with it. I've been, you know, I think I've heard some people badmouth the Brabnar in Worlds Collide and I think they're just wrong. I think it's quite good if you get the right setups. The right number of narps, which is probably 0 or 1 And, uh, you know, I think it it just has a lot of potential. So I look forward to trying this out. You might see me uh, trying it out. This is Thomas March's Despot. And uh, good luck forging those keys.